Get Up with Mitchell and Michael. On Hit 96.1. Good morning, everybody. My name is Mitchell Timmy. This is Michael Ross. Good morning, everyone. And welcome to the Mitchell and Michael show. We're the North Korea radio industry. Uh, pretty annoyed when the attention isn't on us. Uh, they've launched two missiles. Where? Exactly. <laughs> who knows? Who cares? They we're have like, a habit of firing them into the sea. If yeah. that's an accident. But it's just like, guys, look, we're going to deal with coronavirus. We'll be back to you in a minute. You are important to us. Your threats are important to us. Please hold. Are they going like, why don't we have it? Because they don't let anyone in. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way to get away from it. That's good. That's smart, actually. We should all be more like North Korea. That's the message for today. Now, coming up in 10 minutes' time, uh, this Saturday just gone was the 29th of February. Yeah. yeah and we, c- we celebrated that leap year by, uh, by giving a special present to our... B- Leap year baby boy? Yeah, he was uh, four, but he was uh, apparently 12. Yeah, apparently so. But when is when is a leap year, Mitch? Uh, every fourth year? When the Olympics is on. <laughs> so every fourth year, yeah. unless... There's three before it? <laughs> I've, I've found out something about leap years. It's not every four years. What? I didn't know this. But in terms of time, I'm going to tell you what what years will not be leap years that you think would be. Similar to <laughs> every year in high school, I do not understand. Uh, but Margaret up next, the coronavirus, I was speaking about it earlier. It is stopping us doing one of our favourite things in the world to do. We can no longer kiss. Oh. Not us, no. uh, like me and you, but like people in general. Also, the whole dynamic of the show will be ruined. I know, but I'm going to tell, tell you what we can do next and how much trouble you'll be in if you kiss. <laughs> That's in three minutes. Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 6.07. The Rubens live in life coming up at 7.30 this morning. Uh, you've heard of younger people keeping older people young. Yeah, they keep me old. They give me a pep in my step. Keep me young, huh? Keep me young. Oh, I got to tell you. Uh, but it can absolutely go the other way. Oh. Where the young person goes, ha, they make me old. Oh. I've seen it firsthand, oh. and I want to share it with you at 7.30. Now, Magros, there is a band that I never thought would happen. In fact, they invented uh, one of the the greater sort of options of this action. In France, mm-hmm. they have banned kissing. To combat coronavirus, they uh-huh. are urging people to stop doing the mwah, mwah, the, oh, the, the old cheek to cheek, the old, the old cheek clap, the old cheek high five. You know, <laughs> they do not want it anymore because they think that is how it's going to spread the germs. Do you think it's also to do with the, the kissing that shares their name? Because there's no, there's no better way well, to share germs. This is what I was thinking. He's like... Everywhere else is like, hey, like kissing, that's fine, still kiss on the cheek. Where the French people, like, it's like French fries. Like over there, that's called fries. You know? Yeah. F- uh, French kissing, mate. Over <laughs> that's there. That's just kissing. That's just normal kissing. So With, like. Without the tug, that's just a peck. Ex- They're just like, that's not a kiss in their eyes. Exactly. And it's just, it is now at that point now, now where they, they do not want anyone to kiss because you could get the coronavirus. Um. I, d- I don't know. Is that going to affect your life? Well, if coronavirus comes to the limestone coast, 
Like, how will I, how will I kiss my wife? So I say, how many people are you kissing? <laughs> will, it, will it affect you? Uh, that's the real question. Nah, no, nah, not at all. I should be fine for the next couple of years. <laughs> 96.1. Here 96.1, it's 6.20. We've got new sport weather and what's trending on the way. Hang around for Cousin Jed's first time on the air. He's got a wonderful game for you, Mitch. Yes, uh, work experience, Cousin Jed. Right now, Mitch, it's a leap year this year. It is. We've yeah. got the Olympics. Yeah, I was going to say, that's how you know. 2020, Tokyo. Well, unless coronavirus that's has true. a way. Yeah, a good point. Well, we've got it's leap year. We've got the Olympics. We've got the 29th of February. That's yep. all there. That checks out. Yep. Now, you think that when was the last one? It was four years ago. Yeah, 2016. Really? 2016. <laughs> and when was the Tell one what, the Olympics that? helps me out. I know it's like a billion trillion dollar industry, but it has helped me at least remember when the leap years are. When, when was the one before that one? 2012. London. 2012. Okay. 2008. Then, 2004, <laughs> Athens. 2000, Sydney. Yeah, it's just like... So 96, it's, Atlanta. 94, doesn't matter. Our, That's true. Our whole life has seen that every four years yeah. is a leap year. Four, 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 four. If you know your four times tables, you know when the Olympics will be. And that is true, unless... Why do you keep saying it? <laughs> Everyone knows the leap year is every four years when it goes from 365 days to 366 days. So, if a year is not divisible by four, then it's a common year. Or else, if that year is not divisible by 100, then it is a leap year. Okay. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. So, if you look at the years 1700, 1800, 1900, they were not leap years. Why not? And the next one is coming. 2100, so in the next 80 years, so in 80 years' time, it will not be a leap year in a year you think it should. Does that mean we then go... Eight years before we get another leap year. No. Oh. Because then I believe you miss one year and then pick it up the next year. So it shifts. So then like, goes to odd. It then shifts to where it is. Oh. I could be way off on that part. I could have just made that up. Look. <laughs> oh, you did, the, you did the old Mitchell Tinley where you don't know the fact that it sounds right so you say it. I've been hanging around you too long. But it's, I'm trying to figure out the stats. But yeah. Well, there so, you go, guys. Enjoy this leap year because in twenty one hundred, it's you look. Yeah. So in eighty years, how? So what's that? In twenty more leap years, we're yeah. not going to have one. Yeah. So, so appreciate it. Yeah, guys. Come on. The year two thousand was because it's also divisible by four hundred. Stop this. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. So two thousand and sixteen hundred are leap years. All the other turn of the centuries look. are not. Michael. I got into radio to get away from math. Don't bring this back in. In <laughs> 96.1. 96.1, a double shot there of Harry Styles and Blue Cantrell featuring Sam Paul. Pew, pew. Now, 8 o'clock this morning, stick around. Have you ever sent the kids to jail for their own good? What? It's happening all around the world. Oh, I know. You gotta do, are your kids out of control? Uh, do they need to go to prison? Here's how you can set them straight. <laughs> At 8 o'clock this morning. Now, right now we are joined on the mics by the one and only cousin Jed. Hey, Jed. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, cousin Jed is the work experience kid for this week. Yes, he also shares my blood. <laughs> and uh, he's obviously a natural. Yeah. Like, look at his uh, gift of the gab. Jeez, mate, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Jed has for us uh, a little game uh, that we're going to call for now the escalation game. Okay. In which 
A series of stories are presented to you, and it's all in your control, Mitch. Oh, so I used to call that an argument with my girlfriend. <laughs> but no, the difference is that you can stop it when you want. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Oh, yeah. In an yeah, argument. yeah. No, 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 no. You no. see where you're like, oh, no. <laughs> so, New level. Uh, so Jed will be increasing in, uh, let's say, seriousness of these stories. These are all news. Because you know I don't like seriousness on this no. show. And when it gets to a certain level, it's like, hey, mate, we can't report that. You no, know? We, we can't. We like to stay away from the old death. A lot of... Uh, yes. Just keep it light and fun on the so show. So it's important for his learning yep. that he knows where the line is. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. And so we're going to build them from now. Go, Jed. What's the first story? So uh, a police officer has been bit by someone, but that someone has got no teeth. <laughs> That's fine. That's that's good, isn't it? Yep. That, that one's okay. That can make it on air. Yep. All right. What's the second story, Jed? So teens have been drawing blood from biting each other to show affection. Isn't that a hickey? Anyway. That's fine. fine. That's is fine. Is that how you do it? It's not supposed to be it's biting. Techni- no, technically. Like full on drawing blood. Oh, like leaving the skin. Like imagine Yeah, vampires. we've all had a hard hickey. Anyway, continue. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> like it's not fine to do, but it's fine to be on the show. In a boxing match, yeah. someone has bitten the opponent's ear off. Is that Mike Tyson? <laughs> yeah, can we yeah. take a second to just... <laughs> okay, can we just, just just bring that down for a second? Did you just quote like a story from like 1996? Yes. Okay, cool. I like it. Uh, it's amazing <laughs> that kids of today have no idea about that I incident. Love that. Anyway, back uh, we go. You can okay. stay on the show. And here we go. A soccer player yeah. has been banned for five years. Yeah. After biting someone's crotch. Ooh. Is that is that on? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine? That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well then, Jen, then, you heard it from your cousin himself. Oh, uh, quick question. Uh, follow up on the story. Do you know if anything serious happened to said man's crutch? Like, did it stay attached? He I... needed 12 stitches. Yep. Uh, oh, nice. On the old... Uh, no, no, a few guys that wouldn't fit 12 stitches. <laughs> 12 stitches. You only got four days off work. Really? Uh, it was right on the old the meat and two veg. Yeah. Uh, then the meat in particular was, was damaged. I'm trying to figure out how that happened. It's soccer, mate. <laughs> 96.1. Get up with Mitchell and Michael. <laughs> <laughs> it's 6 one it's seven oh nine. We got uh, work experience cousin Jed on the on the desk there. I'll tell you what. Uh, Maybe with a little bit more urgency on those buttons. Uh, you know? Look, second day of work experience, he's pressing buttons on the desk. Could he have not shown any more tinly than working the desk just then? Oh, it, you can see where the blood relation. There's I'm no not, one's been atop it here. I'm not great. No, I've passed it down. I just said, mate, it's not important. As long as we get on air... <laughs> Look, eight o'clock this morning. Are your kids misbehaving like like bloody owls, not doing what they're told properly? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, there's a there's a bit of a new, there's a bit of a trend coming back on a way to teach your kids to behave that some people are not too happy about. That more more at eight o'clock. Is it flare pants? No, no, why would that be controlling? Right, Wear kind of... these. Wear bell bottoms. Who knows? Now, uh, Mitch, what's your ultimate adult flex? Well, lately it would be the fact that I got my internet and phone down from one hundred and sixty to ninety dollars. Oh, 
Like I was That's paying nice flex. like 80 phone, 80 internet. I made some calls and I went on to like a prepay, got like a 25 and then an internet down to 70. So I was like pretty impressed with what I could do. Your ultimate adult flex is where you really, you feel in that moment that you've thrown off the shackles of childhood. Yeah, I think and it you're is. you're going, I'm doing it. I'm living. The reason why I think it is an adult flex is because like, I had to make multiple calls. Yeah. You know, I had to go, what is the best you can do for me, provider? And then the provider, whichever one sponsors this show, was the one I went with. I had a moment this weekend where I discussed uh, mortgages and equity with my oh. partner's parents and uh, was there looking oh. for, like, house and land packages. Mate. And I was like, ooh, I am an adult. Look at me go. Did you know what you were talking about? Or were you going like, I wanted that piece of dirt, but how do I get it? Now, I, at, when it began, I was uh, like a newborn baby. I'm like, my brain is a sponge. Tell me about real estate. Yes, because people uh, think that you're good with money. You're not. You're just good at not spending it. You hoard it. Yeah. You have one savings account. It's got all the big old lump sum in there. Dragons don't have a great portfolio, but they do have a pile of gold. Exactly. <laughs> and that's me in a nutshell. But uh, after that discussion and after looking online, I was like, I'm doing it. I'm being an adult in this moment. I'm looking at loans and oh. repayments and oh, negative gearing. Oh, dividends. I, I don't know. Franking credits. Oh. Uh, 13, 12, 16. What's your adult flex? What have you done lately where you just go, you just flex the old muscles and go, yes, I am the an one, adult? Another one the other night. Uh, got a meal at a restaurant. Uh, wasn't cooked properly. Sent it back. Oh, that's an ultimate flex. You just showed that oh, waiter in one movement. You never. just went, cop that, get, get a bit of that. I'm an adult. Yeah, back in the Take day, that back. you'd throw a steak from the fridge on my plate and I'd just put up with it. I'd just be like, well, I'd hate to be an inconvenience. But no, I'm an adult now. You fix that. 13, 12, 16. What's your ultimate adult flex? Press the budget. She played the fiddle in 96.1. 96.1, it's 7.24. we got new sport weather on the way. Remember, 8 o'clock this morning, are your kids out of control? Do you need to teach them how to, you know, pay attention, stand up straight, be an upstanding member of society? Literally. Well, there's a, there's a way that you can teach them what's what, and some people are not happy about it. Okay. Let me tell you, that's 8 o'clock. Don't you tell me how to yell at my kid. Michael Ross, I need... Some samula, some cheese, oh. some government paper. Some of the old green. Some of the old cashola, if you know what I mean. Uh, I need money. Um, $3,500 to be precise. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. Uh, some people, uh, no, it's not to pay off debts. Uh, well, kind of actually. It is. It is, yeah, it it is actually to pay is. off it debts. Legal debts, though. Not uh, gambling ones. No, not ones. No. You know, it's kind of a gamble, no, isn't you it? You have a gamble, yeah. Yeah, it is insurance. It's, you insurance. Know, insurance. It is again. The most I've lost on gambling is now insurance. Uh, I was coming back from Dartmoor, yes. uh, hanging out with old Jeremy Cameron, and uh, I hit a kangaroo by accident. Yep, by accident. And insurance said, "Yes, we agree. It was was by accident. We're all in awe of." But he can't give us any money. Exactly. I uh, hit that kangaroo. Uh, they understand that when you hang out with Jeremy Cameron, you're a bit starstruck, so you're not paying attention. Uh, rode off my entire car, 
Uh, the car's value, $8,500, <laughs> regional radio, am I right? Yeah. And the loan, because <laughs> regional radio, am I right, uh, was $11,000. <laughs> no, 12000 Sorry, I always get that yeah. math wrong. $12,000. So that means I am out of pocket $3,500 coins. Ooh. What are you going to do? What will you? It's harder and harder to rob banks these days. Like especially yeah, in Limestone Coast, tough. banks are closing down. There's less, you know, so they're more watchful on them. So I can't do that. <laughs> That's out. But I have come to the conclusion that I have essentially a megaphone, a hat in hand. Yes. And people that ask for money, beg for money, if you will, have to rely on people walking past. So you only get one person to pitch to each time. Right. I, sir, have a radio show that goes okay. out to fifty thousand people. Okay. That's the amount of people we can potentially go out to, and there's no other good radio stations out there, so I can only imagine they're all listening. Now, I need money, and I will do anything. Anything? I'd do anything for you. Would you do anything, Mitch? I would do anything and everything. I will do absolutely anything for the cashola. Now, is it sing and dance for you so you can throw some money at me? I'll do that. Is it a business idea? I'll take that on board. There is no bad idea. Okay, this is a brainstorming session, Limestone Coast. I know you guys out there probably need to know, like, you're like, how do I make some more money too? So you can get involved in this. Maybe we can help each other make some money. 3012.16 or send a message to Hit96.1 Limestone Coast on Facebook with your business ventures, your opportunities for Mitch to earn a bit of the old green, a bit of the old cashola. Yep. And uh, he needs $3,500. That is, that is a lot. Like, if you have a $100 bill, that's 35 of them. Imagine 35 of the green ones. If you had a 50, that's 70 of them. That's yes, a imagine lot. Imagine 70 pineapples right there it's on the 70, table. Imagine 70 pineapples. What are you, a green grocer? That's too many. That's right. <laughs> 13, 12, 16. How can I make $3,500? $3,500 gold coins. And to get that money... He'd do. I'd do anything. Beautiful. That's perfect. Give us a call. Get on up. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit 96.1. 96.1, it's 7.41, no doubt, just a girl. 8 o'clock this morning. Are your kids out of control? Do they need to be held accountable? Do they need to face the consequences for their actions the way an adult should be held accountable? Oh. Well, this technique is dividing people all around the world. Should you do this to your kids to set them straight? What is it? Find out at eight. Mitch, you are looking for $3,500. Yes, that is $3,500. Those $3,500 coins, if you have them, those $3,500 notes, that is 70 pineapples. 70 yellow notes, also yes. called 50s. Yes. Now, you could take on... Maybe some chores around the Limestone Coast. Maybe any opportunity where there's a, there's oh, a possibility of you making some money. Nothing is out of the question. Nothing's I will out. do anything for money. Have you thought about, <laughs> though, have you, have you thought sort of starting your own business? Uh, yeah, you know, because everyone here in the Limestone Coast, they shop local, so I'm sure they would support. Because Jezza, regular cola, has yeah. an idea of what your business could be, how you could make $3,500. Do you think it'd be possible to sell snake oil? L- like, literal, like literal like snake oil? And call it... Print a bottle with the word snake oil on it. Can you call it... 
think people would buy it. Yeah. Like, and, because of goop. Yeah, and if you called it Venomade. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jazza. <laughs> but yeah, so you reckon if you just if you just say snake oil, but it's not snake oil. Will you actually? Yeah, will you actually make it out of snake oil? I was just thinking, like, well, the goop's kind of like weird kind of products and um, other like essential oils and weird stuff that some people sometimes buy. I was wondering if snake oil would work. Well, yeah, like, but I like, guess we fell for it once. Yeah, but that's like, where it comes from. Will it be actual snake oil, or will it just be oil that you've said is snake oil? Uh, yeah, it could just be like canola oil, but with a picture of a snake on the bottle. So if you're talking about fraud. <laughs> yeah, I, I, maybe not that version of it. But if you can find enough snakes and oil them and uh, wring them out to get their juices and then put that in a bottle and then say that the snake oil like cures anything, then you, my friend, will have a hot-selling product. Snake and bake, venomade. Call it whatever you like. A whole line of snake-related products. Can you get your hands on a snake, mate? And not that one? Uh, I don't know. It seems like a lot of work. Okay. Well, if you can, give us a call and we'll help you with the venture. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks, Isaac. So that's what we need. We need more ideas, Mitch. You need to make $3,500. we got one idea there. Snake oil in a yep. similar vein to Gwyneth Paltrow's goop. Yep. Hear me out. What if I get a, a van... Of some sort, and I sell, I don't know, like, potato-related items. Or, like, people like scrolls, right? Right, yeah. Scrolls. Well, like a cinnamon scroll. Yeah. And you think you could do that. What if you just, what if you went and got a whole bunch of ice creams? Yeah. And sold them. And, like, drove around. And drove around. Instead of having people go to the ice cream, the ice cream comes comes to to you. you. And, like, you could get their attention by playing a little jaunty tune as you drive around. That would change. Has anyone ever has anyone ever done that? No, nah, we're fine. You know, six point one. Seven fifty-two right now, and coming up next hour, eight fifteen. Brian May, the Brian May, guitarist from Queen, is trying to get involved in our politics. Brian May. It's one of these celebrities from another country is trying to have his say on South Australia. Ugh. And I know exactly why. He is in this camp. He can do pie flow out, float out of here, if you ask me. <laughs> Why is that not a South Australian expression? Through chock off. <laughs> you better pie flow out No, no, out no, no, here. no. Through chock on. Because like it's like jog, jog on. on. Yeah. Through chock on, what? mate. We're going to use these from now I'll on. I'll tell you what. You guys not having me has been a travesty this whole time. But now you've got me. Two years. <laughs> <laughs> and you might be around a bit longer because you've got to pay off your debts. Yes. I owe $3,500, $3,500 bills. I do owe it to a reputable source. So it's not what everyone thinks. I do owe it to a gambling agency. An insurance company. company. Yeah. Um, the ultimate gambling. It is. It is gambling. At the end of the day, if if pokies is gambling, then insurance is gambling. Michael? Now, you're willing to do anything, so send in your suggestions, 131216 or hit 96.1 Limestone Coast on Facebook. Any yeah. work you might have for Mitch so he yeah. can make a bit of dough. Nothing anything. is off topic. Anything you want. Or if you have a great business venture, Mitch might jump on board. We do have an anonymous suggestion here. Yeah. Uh, of how you can make your 3500 Michael actually had key words when he said greens, when he was talking about notes. Oh, you mean sell vegetables. <laughs> you could make yourself a herb garden. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, is, is there not already a fair few herb garden specialists around? Yeah, but there's 
always room for more. <laughs> okay, thanks, healthy mate. Healthy competition. I might head up to Bunnings and see how that goes. Thanks, mate. Yeah, I don't know if it's Bunnings you need to go to. Maybe somewhere in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, mate. So that's that's one way. No, the only problem with I'm that not endorsing. No, nah, the only problem with that, Michael Ross, is competition. Can competition. I imagine it's a competition? There's a lot of oregano yeah. out there. Yes, yeah, better off opening a cafe in the limestone <laughs> coast, uh, which there seems to be a lot of. No, I don't know. So thirteen, twelve, sixteen, or as you said, hit ninety six point one limestone coast hazel page. I need some moolah. How do I get the moolah? Get in contact. Anything you got, he will do anything. Anything. Hit ninety six point one. It's Mitchell and Michael. Hit ninety six point one. It's eight thirteen. Lewis Capaldi there. Oh, love a bit of Lewis. Later this hour, you've heard of younger people keeping their partners young. You know, if they're like a maybe someone's sixty in the relationship, someone's forty, and he goes, "Huh, they keep me young." Yeah, I've seen the exact opposite my entire life. Oh no, I've seen someone turn their partner old, older than they should be, and it doesn't make. Any sense. More on that after 8.30. Now, are your kids out of control? Ask yourself that question this morning. Are they being very naughty lately? Are they running around the house? Are they drawing on the walls? Are they stealing? What? Yes, well, uh, one young boy, age nine, stole his uncle's wallet. Oh, that is not okay. That's not okay. And you can't do the back in the Egyptian times. You can't take his hand off because that would teach the lesson. That's, but that's too far because he needs two hands. He did. <laughs> so that's not the answer. That's no. not the answer there. But, but like, I never, I never stole. You know, some people pinch money from like their parents' wallets. Yeah. I was like, that was not on. Yeah, I never did that, that once. On. Stole some bubble gum, and Dad made me march back to the shop and give it back. Now to teach the lesson, the uncle thought, well, what happens when, when people, when adults steal, they go to jail. You go to jail, and so he called up the police. Oh, no. And he said, come and arrest my nine-year-old nephew. Oh, but he's under 18. He'll get just a slap on the wrist, <laughs> won't he? <laughs> and the cops arrived. And when they arrived, and initially the child did not believe it. He said, I, I, know, you, I know you stole my wallet. And he was like, no, you don't. You can't prove it. Oh, He was okay. giving him sass. And he's like, well, I'm going to call the police. And he's like, do it. Do it. Call the police. Yeah, kids, get, kids do get that stage where they get cocky, where they know what you yeah. can and can't do. And he went, okay. And the police arrived. And the kid just... Instantly, just oh here it is. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Really? Yes, because didn't want to get arrested by the police. Oh. Now I've heard of this technique before. It wasn't used on me, but was it used on you, or have you used it? Thirteen, twelve, sixteen. Have you called the police to to set your kids straight, to teach them right for wrong? Let me tell you one where it failed, and I used it wrong. I the other day had a four year old in my house wouldn't eat uh, the vegetables. Said if you don't eat the vegetables, I'll call the police. Not come take you away. She said, "No, you won't." I went, "Damn it!" <laughs> called your bluff. <laughs> like, but see, you, you, maybe you should have called the police, or even maybe you should have called me, right? Yeah. And say like, "Oh, this is Officer Smith. <gasps> he wants to talk to you." Oh, that's a good way to do it. Fake and I it. Could be like, "Come on, you don't want me to come down." That would have stopped the attitude on triple zero. When they were like, sir, it's for emergencies. I'm like, she won't eat her broccoli. <laughs> that into 16, have you ever called the police on your own kids to teach them a lesson? Give us a call. 96.1, Medusa there, lose control, 825. Well done, little, a little you clap for You listeners in the Limestone Coast would have had no idea that a work experience kid sharing my blood 
press those buttons. Cousin Jed. On. Well done, mate. We're going to learn more about him throughout the week. Yes. Uh, but like we said, he is a bit of me, so it's going to explain a lot. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, if you if you uh, want to get in touch for sending your kids to jail, uh, thirty twelve sixteen doesn't make sense said like that, but have you ever called the police to scare I, the kids? A, into doing... a fair few people have, type thing. I've, I've definitely heard it. Of, of people calling the police. I do even think in Darwin, where I grew up, uh, which you, your kids would actually normally get called by the police a lot uh, for unrelated things, but there was a hotline that you could call because you said, what yeah. if you use, I used you as an exa- as a sort of uh, like an a, actor. Like a dummy cop. Yeah. In Darwin, they had a hotline that you would call. So instead of calling triple zero, because they're like, sorry, it's an emergency. <laughs> You're like, ah. But there was like a hotline. So it was yeah. like uh, one double zero. And you'd call it. And the cop would then come on and be like, oh, Susie, I hear you haven't cleaned your room. Now we take that very serious. It's a great service. And a uh, little it, bit of trauma. It even seems like the local cops, you know, they took this service one step further. Yep. And they threw all the kids in jail this weekend. What? Uh, in the old uh, Mount Gambia jail. Lots of kids down there this weekend. They put them all in there. They said... Look, now this might seem like a rave, but you're in jail, so treat this seriously. What happened? Sea rave, mate. Uh, I thought that wasn't the, the little blue. No, it's at the old Mount Gambia jail. They chucked them all in there. They're like, this is where we used to put criminals, but this time it's a party. Boy, did that joke I said earlier in the show just completely airball them. Yeah, I was. Just, I, I don't was know like, why you. I thought it was a, no, because I saw a photo and I thought it was at like the top of Little Blue, which does sound like an unsafe place to have it because there's an edge there and you just fall in. That would be not very safe at all. And I said you should call it the Little Blue Light Disco because of Little yeah, Blue yeah. and the Blue Light Disco. Really but that's okay. It was hilarious if the factors were there, but you're telling me it was in the jail. It was in the jail, and it looks like it was a, a great night had by all underage uh, disco. What was it called? Sea rave? Was it like because you crave it? it yeah, you crave it. You need a cop rave. I don't cop well, rave. I'm not sure what the C is for. Sea rave. But there you go, kids. Uh, if you went, you now know what jail is like, and yeah. I hope you've learnt your lesson. Yeah, you know, I hope you have. It's not all shivs and, and fighting in the. Yeah, in sometimes the gym. it can be a party. Sometimes it's a party. <laughs> Wait, doesn't that, it's the opposite. <laughs> is that going the wrong way? Yeah. Okay, no, kids, no, you don't kid, want that. Kids at home are like, "Mom, I can't wait to go to jail." <laughs> what? Ninety-six point one. Imagine dragons and thunder. Eight forty. Mitch. Brian May from Queen. Yep. The backup guy for... Yes. Freddie so you've got Mercury. Freddie Mercury out the front. I'm just saying... With his moustache. Our demographic is 35 and under. No one knows who Brian May is, mate. They if know- you don't know who Queen is, you've been living under a rock. They had a they had a movie all about them come out recently. That was a sensation. Yeah, there Did was... Did Rami a, Malek win an Oscar? There was, there was a movie about travelling pants, too, but like not everyone knows everything about it. The Sisterhood of the Travelling Pads is a sacred movie. How dare you? You just enjoyed Little Women too, didn't you? Of course. Of course I did. <laughs> anyway, we press on. Brian May. Yep. Okay. He's uh, he's, he's a cool guy, he, except for when he recently hit a, a reporter. Yeah, didn't he so he's on the warpath. Yeah. He's on the warpath at the moment in Australia. He's basically an old rocker that yes. had his moments like 20, 30 years ago and he can't let go. And uh, he's in. Uh, he was in South Australia mm-hmm. for a concert in Adelaide. Yes. And he was reading the paper. Yep, uh, as a uh, 79-year-old man does. He was reading the Advertiser, Adelaide's yep. number one paper. Not, <laughs> like, I'm not trying to flog him or anything, but yep. that's where it is. And he was outraged, Mitch. He was outraged by the news that he read that the Marion Council in South Australia have proposed a cat curfew. A cat curfew. Yes. Because if you don't know, cats are all, like, they're all cute and stuff, but after dark, oh, oh. they cause a ruckus. 
Absolutely. Like cats, look, all the animals that we've brought into this country have had an impact on our native wildlife. Cats, dogs, camels, goats, pigs, you name it, rabbits, it all, they all have to take a toll. Yep. Okay. And so cats, we still have pet cats and they get out and they do whatever they want. Yeah. And so the curfew will be that from about 9 p.m. at night, your cat has to be inside. And then if they're not, the council will set up traps. Your cat will end up in the trap. They'll then scan oh, your cat. They'll, cat know, they'll know it's yours. They'll scan the microchip, and then they'll fine you $187. $187? $187. So specific. And Brian is outraged. Because he likes cats. He loves cats. Oh. He bloody loves cats. Look, he says cats have as much right to patrol the streets as humans. Not true. But That's anyway. not true, Brian. <laughs> anyway, That's Brian. just not true. He thinks that uh, he thinks that it's like what miserable person would come up with the idea to trap cats? He thinks it's barbaric. Look, tra- trapping a cat, probably not, probably not good. It's just a little cage trap. I'm, it's not like a bear trap. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> they just end up in there and then you scan them and you give them back to the person. Yep. But I did a deep dive because I'm like, why does he care so much about cats? Is there a reason? There is a reason. They wrote a song. Queen wrote a song about how much they love cats. And have a listen to what they think uh, cats should be able to do. <laughs> They're going, you get away with murder. You're so innocent. Yeah. But we understand that when you get moody, you're all claws and you bite. So they're going, we understand that you can be violent and aggressive, but you're so innocent. Like, you get away with murder. Mr. Brian May, that sounds like a bit of a toxic relationship. It does, doesn't it? And you should get yourself rid of that cat. Why does he love cats so much? This is what I don't understand. Because he's an old man reading the paper. If you get outraged <laughs> by the paper, congratulations, you're 79. I think he is. I think he is about is he? 79. Oh, bang on. See, that's it. If you're reading the paper right now and you're upset, you get mad at the radio, yeah. that's okay. You're a standard Limestone Coast listener. <laughs> 96.1. Stay out of it, Brian. South Australian now business. Mitchell and Michael. 96.1853. Halsey, you should be sad, but you shouldn't be that sad. No, you should be glad because San Piero Coffee Roasters, Mitch. Actually, I'm not sure if we're this sort of then. We'll just let me have a quick little check. <laughs> I should have had a little look before. Uh, go into San Pedro Coffee Roasters for any particular reason. There's no particular reason that you should go in. Oh, you're realising the thing that they paid for for us to say. Yeah, it's over now. Out. It's over now. No, but you it's can just st- a decent you can place. Still go there. You can go to other places yeah, if you want to. There's heaps to, of coffee around. You know? are, if you happen to be walking past, uh, you have a coffee. Uh, there's Copenhagen. I saw that even they do coffee. What anyway, you're seeing anyway, is, anyway. is a man that's in charge <laughs> of all the like X's and O's of our show squirm because he's accidentally <laughs> given something away for free. Now, before we go today, and people are saying, please, go, get out. Yeah, mate, what's up? Before we go, I want to tell you about the relationship between my grandpa and his wife. Okay. His second wife. Her name is uh, Trish. I I love Trish. Trish is great. She's always loved us. Uh, she's never really been like my gra- She is my grandma, but I don't call her grandma. Yeah, no, I've had I've had that similar. My granddad has a second wife because as well. of the age difference. Oh, okay. okay. How old is your granddad? Are you no no? No, not not Italian. No, this okay, is my, my Aussie grandpa. Oh, so she's from Thailand. No, she's <laughs> she's Anglo Indian. <laughs> oh, no, no. Now he turned eighty. Uh, he turned eighty the other weekend. Okay, uh, and a huge milestone. Who was she? Seventy-two. No, she is sixty-three. 17 years. 17 years difference. Jesus. She is 11 years older than my dad. 
Okay, so it's, I'm not going to call you mum. Yeah. So and and when they sort of got together, dad was already like in his teens. Yep. And then when I was born, you know, she was 37. Jeez, Grandpa Ross. You know, well. she was only 37. But here's the funny thing: you would think that a 37 year old grandmother, like was the like granddad was going probably clubbing. At yeah. Like 50. That's what you think, but no. What normally should happen is you go, ah, they keep me young. He made her old. She's only 63, and my whole life, she's acted like a woman in her 70s. How come? I don't... He just somehow aged her. She goes on social media and chats on Bold and the Beautiful pages like the people in it are real. (laughs) What does she say? She's like, oh, Ridge, he's too good for you. You leave him alone, Sally. It's not your baby. It's like they're not real, Trish. You're only 63. You shouldn't be there just yet. Yeah, that's what they say. Like in a relationship, the other one lifts. Yeah, you, know, you lift your partner. <laughs> yeah, to your age. she couldn't bring him down. He lifted her up. We'll oh. see you tomorrow from six a.m. Uh, bring your country conundrums. I say tomorrow. Okay. Get up with Mitchell and Michael on Hit ninety six point one.